0: to Multiverse of Key, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Sound podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're still discussing goddamn Avengers forever. Yep. The uh, The series almost broke me. I'm just like so tired of this.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Like, it's so much research for so little story, and like the one or two reasonably good moments don't balance it out. No, and like to get into it, you have to get into so much other stuff that it is just not worth it. I
1: think like this basically just wanted to be crisis on Infinite Earth, like, so hard.
0: I don't think so, because from what I understand, Crisis on Infinite Earths, like, all of the actions that are important are pretty much contained in that book. I haven't touched it. I have no desire to touch it. But it also still has, like, big moments.
1: Yes. Oh, no, I'm talking about, like, how they want to kind of, like, streamline and retcon everything. They're just doing it in a very poor way,
0: in my opinion, here. (sighs) it's a very confusing way if nothing else yes but but like the whole danger of it being if nothing else is that there really isn't in, there really isn't anything else there but uh, avengers forever we are pretty much covering issues 7 through 12 today was written by kurt busick with pencils by carlos pacheco inks by jesus marino colors by steve oliff and letters by Richard Starkings slash, slash Albert DeSchezny. And, uh, last time the Supreme Intelligence and, uh, shit. Last time King the Conqueror, Supreme Intelligence, and Rick Jones were brought together because Rick Jones is something called the Destiny Force that is a danger. Guys called the Timekeepers, who come from the end of the future, have brought uh, in Immortus, who is a future version of King of the Conqueror, to try and get rid of some unknown danger that uh, humanity causes. Uh, as a result, uh, Libra, who is sort of a force for balance, ended up using Rick's Destiny Force to bring in Seven Avengers. ...from different time periods. Those Avengers got sent through three different time periods... ...one of them being the Agents of Atlas... ...where that timeline was wiped out by Immortus. One being a future where... ...humanity's attempts to reach space... ...have been constantly thwarted. And the last one... ...was in the Old West... ...where... ...they found out that there were a bunch of dudes... ...called Space Phantoms around... And Space Phantoms are servants of Immortus. So, now the team has gotten back together. And that team, once again, is... Ah. Ah, that team is Captain America, who just found out that the president at the time was the leader of the Secret Empire. Yellowjacket, who didn't know that he was Hank Pym. Wasp, and Giant Man, who came from the modern Marvel era. Uh, Hawkeye, who came from an era where he had just stopped being Giant Man and had gone back to the circuit, so initially all he had was normal arrows, now he has, like, a Kree super space bow. Uh, Songbird, who comes from the future, and Captain Marvel, who is Genus-Vell, who also comes from the future. And... Yellow Jacket had been hitting on Songbird a lot, so she ends up punching him in the gut. And the team decides to attack Amortis' base in Limbo using the Chronosphere Drive. The Avengers head out, leaving Rick Jones behind, and quickly get into some really unimportant retcons, including stuff where... like this thing called the Sinker Staff that previously guided them... Er, and they end up seeing a bunch of, like unimportant things from various like Avengers issues and stuff like using the like using an item called the Synchro Staff to guide them through history and when they ended up reaching Limbo everyone ends up seeing it differently and when they go inside they get separated Uh, Hawkeye ends up in a room with uh, various statues of himself and various like personas that he's taken that's where he finds Tempest, who is Immortus's like time crystal golem, who tries to revert him into an earlier form that would kill him, but instead he just turns back into Goliath, which is his giant man form, and he beats the hell out of Tempest. Uh, Captain America finds himself surrounded by bugs, and he talks to Nick Fury, who tells him that there's no way of war and he should just give up. But Cap refuses to do so because he doesn't believe that there will always be war. Wasp tries to find Giant Man, but keeps hearing different versions of Hank talking to her. But eventually the real Giant Man finds her. And they fight an army of time soldiers. Yellowjacket is finally confronted with the fact that he actually is Hank Pym. And he's going to end up in jail for his crimes as Yellowjacket. Good. Yep uh songbird finds herself in court because uh she's being judged by her family and former teammates she used to be a member of the thunderbolts which was a team of villains turned heroes and uh genus vel ends up trying to contact her but there are the bugs surrounding her as well blocking out the words so he ends up kissing her which breaks the spell and he reveals that they are together in his time Rick, meanwhile, wants to figure out what is going on. Wasp ends up regrouping the team with uh, everyone except for Yellowjack returning. And Hawkeye has ended up finding the Synchro staff that was just lying around. Yellowjack, meanwhile, tried to attack Immortus, got caught, and so he makes a deal to destroy the Avengers if if he can get what he wants, where he doesn't have to become... Which is a world where he doesn't have to become Hank Pym again, and to do that, he'll have to destroy the Avengers.
1: Classic. Uh huh. What? It's a classic Pym. Uh huh.
0: dick. You're a bit quiet.
1: I'm too quiet.
0: Yeah.
1: Now point it towards me. Is that better?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh Hawkeye is unable to get the Synchro staff to work, so when he threatens to break it, it reveals that it is actually a space phantom. And they threaten it unless it gives them the lowdown. So the Timekeepers are three figures from the So the Timekeepers are three figures from space. Uh they brought on Amortis to be the agent of the uh Timekeepers. He ends up getting to use this army of space phantoms, which Basically, anyone who stays in limo for too long without protection of the timekeepers turns into space phantoms who are under Mortis's control, and they all pretty much hate him. But they have to follow his orders. Uh, they were supposed to sow, sow discord across different time periods, but they kept getting stopped over and over and over again, which goes back and retcons a lot of stories. And basically Immortus' goal has been to make sure that Earth never gets to be too far reaching and so like that's why in the Agents of Atlas world when they found out that the president was a scroll, Immortus had to end the world because that would basically send the humans into space afraid of all of the other aliens because they had infiltrated the government and we find out a bunch of others what was that? To be fair, that's what happens
1: when the scrolls try to mess with everything.
0: Pretty much. They need to stop uh, it. Yeah. There's also weird stuff like the babies of Scarlet Witch that uh he ended up messing with. Uh and some stuff with like Vision and the Human Torch, where now there is both a vision and a human torch, which is partially done to gaslight Scarlet Witch. Like a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. Or like during the Kree Scroll War, Immortus tried to control Tony Stark, but things kept going worse and worse and worse, and eventually we ended up with Teen Tony for a while. I remember
1: how
0: and great the Time Teen Keeper Tony really was. was. I have not actually read Teen Tony stuff. We'll so, we'll cover that fun sometime. Fact, it's actually the
1: worst. There's a reason uh, they had to reboot the entire universe after that.
0: Yeah, and the timekeepers kept on getting pissed because this mess with like everything that they wanted for time. And some more space phantoms kept getting sent back and messing with stuff. And when they get done with this recap, Yellow jacket shows back up and knocks them all out, we get an entire issue recapping King of the Conqueror's origins and it's like none of this really is relevant to the actual story. It's like nope. they're just making a canonical King the Conqueror story so we are going to skip over that Uh, the important stuff is that Kang keeps on messing up when he tries to conquer universes but now he, Rick Jones and the Supreme Intelligence are going to go save the universe from uh, the evil dudes here's the thing though, Marvel
1: messed up there, making that canonical like Kang the Conqueror issue, you could have easily made that into a three issue miniseries Marvel, Mm -hmm. made even more money (laughs) That no one wanted that series of
0: they probably did at some point probably and the team wakes back up in the time sphinx or and the team wakes up outside of the time sphinx in the future of 9812 which is where the avengers have been formed into the like avengers space army and the weird bugs from the hallucinations before floating around them, making them seem like the Guardians of the Galaxy to the army. They get beaten up and arrested. Power dampeners get put on them until Yellow Jacket shows up with Cap shield, reveals that he's working with Immortus, and he used the Limbo bugs to uh, mess with everyone, and he just wanted to show the Avengers what was at stake. And now, since their powers are dampened, they are going to be put on trial to save humanity with the timekeepers who have declared that they must be. And the timekeepers have declared that they, the timekeepers, must be the end result of all time lines. And so all of the other ones are going to get destroyed. And Immortus isn't fine with this because his basic thing is I don't want you to end humanity. I've been trying to uh, control this, but the council is dicks. Like, they're like the Mass Effect council, but even worse.
1: Oh, I don't know. Did you not put Anderson on the council?
0: Uh, I put it in the guy who does all the uh, voiceovers for the Navy commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put on Captain Anderson. Or, yes, Admiral Anderson. The one who's mm-hmm. your pal. Yeah. Because that other dude is a dick.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, and they either? point out uh no I'm going to do some of that today okay uh but they point out how like Earth is really dangerous because they've stopped galactus the eater of worlds the celestials who were the dudes who made humans evolve and something else called uh the infinites who they've only appeared in like one other issue beyond the this issue where there's supposed to be something a lot bigger who stuff just never got done with them but they're like even stronger than eternity and i guess the beyonders so
1: yeah i've never read anything with them
0: yeah so now humanity is going to uh, be destroyed along with uh, most of the multiverses where they're dangerous and the only ones that will be kept around are where timekeepers are developed. And Yellow Jacket is pretty fine with this because he is going to rule them. Cap asks how many people are being. Cap asks how many of these universes are being, like, threatened or how many are dangerous. And apparently, it's only forty-two percent, which does not make sense because we're dealing with the Because con- we're dealing with the concept of in- infinite universes here. He was probably
1: probably trying to just make a stupid What's it called? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference
0: Maybe, but like that is One of my pet peeves is the very concept of Numbering universes, like it's helpful But at the same time, it's like you've got infinite Spinoffs of these infinite universes So like that numbering is not going to last long Because they all continue The Avengers bring up the fact that the Timekeepers actually become evil in some universes, and that's not like reason to eliminate the Timekeepers, and that there has to be a better way. And that is when Yellowjacket and the other Avengers have the Destiny Force kick back in, allowing them to escape their power dampeners. So they go and try and fight the Timekeepers. But the Destiny Force vanishes again because it's literally just like a recurring plot device. Like, if there was a reason why it needed to come in at opportune times, I'd have less of an issue.
1: It's basically uh, Gandalf and The Hobbit.
0: Yeah. Also, side note the uh, static has stopped. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, here, you are now coming in beautifully and crisp.
1: Hooray! Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, Immortus tells them to surrender, but Yellowjacket has officially changed sides. He sent a message for Backup to come in, and so Rick Jones, King the Conqueror, and the Supreme Intelligence come riding in on a motorcycle. And, like, that scene is awesome. Like, I like the Supreme cycle. Yeah. But, like, what we had to go through to get to this point... Not worth was it was not worth it. Yeah. So labor shows back up and reveals that he was behind the uh Rick Jones coming here and picking the team. Like he got a broken Captain America, which allowed for improvisation, a delusional Yellow Jacket whose betrayal would eventually get them to this position, a wasp who could lead with flexibility, a giant man who would be stable and also piss off Yellow Jacket. Hawkeye, who was also pretty much there to just piss off Yellow jacket. Uh Songbird, whose different relationships with the people would influence choices. Slash
1: piss off yellow and, Jacket.
0: Yeah, like pretty much everyone there is there to piss off yellow Jacket. Like, I'd love to see just an entire team of Yellow Jackets doing Avengers Forever.
1: Oh my god, that'd be awful.
0: Every, the and, entire uh, world G- would end
1: because it would just be them all getting mad at one another.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Genus Vel is there because he has, like, secure his own destiny or something. Like, he's the one that they sort of jumped the gun on.
1: And probably depends on They
0: needed a way to launch his series. Yeah. And so they start to disrupt the Timekeeper's shield. So the Timekeepers vanish and the team all hops on to the Supreme Cycle to follow them to the end of the time which is like literally the end of time where the timekeepers were born. And Immortus is with the keepers. He's unsure about giving them the Forever Crystal, which is the device that allows them to make edits to the time stream without causing more time streams. The Avengers show up with guns Ablazing, and they're pretty much set to change modulations to match the shields based on a formula put out by the Supreme Intelligence. It's sort of like... How you need to keep changing your uh, phaser frequencies to kill the Borg. Mm-hmm. Except you've got a supercomputer behind it. The keepers get angry because Immortus refuses to help them. So they kill him, grab the crystal, and they summon the Avengers from the Earths where like everything turned out evil. Like there's the uh, Egyptia Avengers and some others that we'll cover eventually. And so Libra even joins in the fighting. The Destiny Force comes back to the Avengers, and they start winning. And the Keepers end up taking control over Libra, who is used to free all of the Avengers. So only Kang is left standing. And they plan to, like, age him up or change his time stream so he becomes Immortus. So that way he will serve them again. It's like, dude, this version of Kang saw you kill his future self. Yeah. He ain't down for that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, King is fighting back. Genus Val, who is a Kree, is able to fight the, uh, Stasis because they are pretty much freezing the Destiny Force, and Genus doesn't really have that fully affecting him. And so he collapses Negabands together, which sends him back into space, uh, bringing in a future version of Rick Jones, Man, remember how f- we needed that plot line to come back? Yeah. Like, Rick Jones is never as good as people want him to be. No. Look
1: like, at the whole thing he's doing now where he's like some super hacker or whatever.
0: I didn't mind him as A-bomb.
1: No, he was fine as A-bomb. But now was like yeah. that thing in like the new Captain America series.
0: Oh, yeah, like, that was a big thing with the, uh... Like, weekend
1: stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, they tried to turn him into Snowden for superheroes. Yeah. Like, uh... DC dropped Snapper Carr for a reason. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he didn't age well. He is not Jimmy Olsen. Like, Jimmy Olsen has his own badass adventures... But I don't see Same like Rick nothing Jim will me. ever
1: be as good as the Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen.
0: Well, and then you even have like two separate ages of that because there's like the uh, Super Dickery cover era. Mostly, there's very... Super
1: Dickery, which is just the best.
0: Yeah, but then there's also the Jack Kirby, who was like, "Oh, give me the worst-selling book, and I will make it a uh, hit." And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, Jimmy Olsen's going to be a badass super agent who teams up with techno hippies to take down Superman. And also, this is how we get Dark Side." Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole fourth world stuff is amazing. We will have to cover that sometime, though that will be really difficult. <sighs> Just because of how that has, like, shifted around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, Rick Jones from the future is able to team up with Rick Jones from that time. And they're able to both summon the Destiny Force, which allows them to summon every Avenger from a world that didn't go bad. And the fight intensifies. Uh, Kang the Conqueror is still being transformed, but he is resisting everything. Future Rick Jones turns back into Genus Val. Fight it continues. Uh, Kang absolutely refuses his future self, though. And, like, the energy transformation ends where he is left as Kang the Conqueror. And the Timekeepers realize that they have fucked up. And they're going to try and blow up all the universes with their Chrono Cannon. But Rick, using the Destiny Force, destroys the Chrono Cannon, which expends all of his energy and leaves him at Death's door. Kang the Conqueror catches the Time Guard. King the Conqueror catches the timekeepers off guard. And I do love this point because he just guns them down. And his line pretty much expresses all of my emotions. It's like, uh, consider that, gentlemen, and give my regards to hell! <laughs> and, yeah, he just shoots the hell out of him. And uh, Captain America, meanwhile, has grabbed the Forever Crystal and holds it, seeing, like, what he could create and what Earths he could make. And he destroys it, which sends both of the armies of the Avengers home. And Kang is angry until he sees a talking baby who quickly grows into a mortise, because, like, Kang got split up just like Vision and Human Torch had. yeah. And so Kang is still the Conqueror, and Immortus wants to be, like, Immortus the Scholar. And he wants a better world. And Kang is like, okay, whatever, peace, BRB, going to take over some new worlds, JK, lol. And he teleports out of there. And since Rick is now dead, or at least barely alive, Genus Vale ends up merging with him. So they now share the same life force, which doesn't answer what happens to future Rick. But uh, now, Rick uh, we Jones. Don't know what happens to Future Rick.
1: His last name changes to Sanchez, and it gets a little crazy.
0: And he also gets an arm back. Yep. And uh, so they're now one in the same. Captain America hopes that they can make the future better. And Lieber sends everyone home with differing levels of memories. Uh so like Songbird sees Janet who tells her that someday she'll remember everything clearly. Uh Yellowjacket has gone back in time to get married and he's forgotten presumably everything. Hawkeye calls for a ride home t- so he can join back to the uh, Avengers with Hercules. Captain America is back in the Oval Office just after the President committed suicide. And Rick Jones, Wasp, and Hank find out that Rick can now turn into Genus Veil. And the Forever Crystal appears before the Supreme Intelligence. And that is the end of Avengers Forever. The story that almost broke me.
1: So here's the thing. When do you think they're going to insert it that Carol has to turn into Rick Jones sometimes?
0: That would be incredibly weird. It would be. But I think they got rid of the whole like firestorm setup for a reason because uh-huh. it was like we already had the like classic version of that like Captain Marvel with the trippy ass uh, Jim Starlin run and yeah. we kept on killing every Captain Marvel who had that same version. Uh, they killed space lesbian Captain Marvel as well. So I don't think we're ever going to get that. I think that you could do the uh, Carol Danvers and Rick Jones are trapped on the same thing as a really great what if. Or like a joke strip. But you'd also have to like find the right person to do that one. To make it not garbage.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And uh, yeah, we have some universes that we are going to... uh, put on to trials of the multiverse we also have some stuff that will eventually cover like earth 689 or earth 98120 earth 98120 is the future for songbird and uh captain marvel that shows up in captain marvel volume 4 but uh we're going to be putting on three universes and then two non-universes that are also like weird time zones yeah I figure we can put in one that represents all the good stuff and then one that represents all the bad stuff about this goddamn series. Yes. So, up first, we have Earth-9812, which was the uh, Galactic Avengers. And it's an interesting premise. I was going to say, this is at
1: least I thought was the most interesting of the premise.
0: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I could never tell how much
1: I, like, could buy into it just with some of the Avengers that they picked
0: to be. Like, replicated powers? Yeah. Yeah, like, we didn't see any Hulk warriors or anything like that.
1: Which, to me, it's like, oh, I would have, yeah, picked some of those.
0: Well, it's because shitty future Rick Jones rules the world. (sighs) Fucking guys, Rick Jones. Uh, currently we have 389 universes on here. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I like more than it. Oh, yeah. So, like, I am looking down, like, very low down. Like, part of it is going to be separating these universes from, like, the story itself. Yes. Yes cuz like evil future avengers who have been formed into an army is a, is a pretty cool premise.
1: Then there's how it was executed.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm opening up uh, episode 68 which had us cover the uh Oz Avengers. Oh, okay. That's the one where it's the Wizard of Oz Avengers story. Not like Norman Osborne Avengers. From the Marvel Uh, Fairy Tales. Yeah. Well, Avengers Fairy Tales. Yeah. How do you feel about it compared to uh, that?
1: I like Avengers Fairy Tales better.
0: Yeah. A lot better? Yes. Okay. Uh, Here's another weird sort of Ratconny story that was a bunch of headaches, the uh Spider Parents one. Earth nine four five six one where Peter Parker's clone parents came back and made his life a living hell. Oh, and
1: he ends up killing him.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like that better
0: too. Uh how about uh the uh hard choice universe where uh Ileana from the exiles had to kill the Avengers. And Moses Magnum was there.
1: I oh, recall that one as much. Is that, uh, me that later was like, than because she kills them all? Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Uh,
0: Pinocchio Vision. The one where Vision was Pinocchio.
1: Kind of like Pinocchio Vision more.
0: Uh, okay. Well, now we're getting into really low stuff. Uh, How about where Magic stabbed Moira Taggart? No, because that's Magic being shitty and fun. I was going to say, I
1: like shitty fun Magic.
0: Okay, uh, Hank Pym is Ultron.
1: I like this better than Hank Pym.
0: Uh, The Watcher grew hair?
1: I like this better than Watcher growing hair.
0: Uh, Everyone who'd ever been an Avenger remained an Avenger.
1: I like that better.
0: Uh, Howard the Chicken?
1: Better than Howard the Chicken.
0: Okay. So our new number 323 is... Earth 9812 Galactic... What's I just say that
1: doesn't bode well for the other universes because I liked this one the
0: best. Uh, well I think the Martian universe had some interesting stuff. Well, that's true. Yeah, it did. So like uh, Earth 99:30 is the Martian Avengers future. Like I think that one was a lot better. We had a lot more flushing out of it. Yeah. And we have the weird strange Avengers. So like for a similar dystopia around the same area, how do you feel about it compared to uh, Charnel's world from the somewhat redeemable Ant-man special?
1: I like Charmelle better.
0: Uh, The Marvel production crew exists in this reality, and the Marvel editorial crew did too.
1: Okay, I like Martian Invasion better than that. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So our new number 317 is Earth 9930 Martian Invasion Earth. Uh, After that, we have what is going to be our highest-ranked world on this, unless you're going to uh, move it down. Currently, Earth-9904, which is what the Avengers formed in the 1950s, which we covered in Episode 4, is number 21 on our list.
1: Let it ride. Mm
0: -hmm. So then we have two representative forces, Time Limbo and Chronopolis. I think that we use Chronopolis to represent the good parts and Time Limbo to represent all the shitty retcon stuff. Yes. So Time Limbo. I'd be willing to put this under Spidey Spidey Baby.
1: Whew. Whew, that's hard.
0: Yeah. Okay, well right above it is uh episode 77's Faux Overcomplicated Continuity Bullshit. Which, I don't remember what episode 77 was. Oh, yeah. It's probably, that sounds like a bullshit, uh... Joke special. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that that was the uh, House of M joke special. Where they tried to make all the rules about... All the jokes about how, like, continuity was confusing. And it's like, um, no, you, you... Yeah. 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 Uh... Yeah, I think something that. Maybe just above Spidey Baby Universe. Yeah. So. Uh, time. Limbo. And I'll put in a note that it is representing bad parts of Avengers Forever. Is our new number 391. And then uh like Chronopolis will represent all the fun parts. Yes. You know, like having a weird Avengers team put together solely to piss off Yellow Jacket and the Supreme Cycle mm-hmm. and Kang having good moments. Uh how do you feel about all of the good moments compared to Bendis' House of M?
1: I still like Avengers House of M better.
0: Uh, Wolverine and Conan traded places.
1: Um, I like this better than Wolverine and Conan.
0: Okay, so our new number eighty-eight is Chronopolis, representing good parts of uh, Avengers Forever. Oh, <sighs> Oof. So our list is currently up to 393 and Devon you forgot to uh pack up Marvel heroes. I did. So we aren't going to be covering that next week instead we will be tackling a uh, surprise what if that you can uh, see when we cover it next week. Or I guess I'll put out a call for questions on Twitter whenever we're going to be doing that. Uh, Multiverse AQ is a weekly podcast. It is slowly destroying our souls and our wills to live as we have to face bullshit like this. If you would be interested in supporting us financially so we can get things like alcohol that we need to get through this, or comics so we can review better comics, uh, you can check out our Patreon. Also on our website, we usually have image galleries up for each and every episode. Uh, you can find us on social media at at uh, multiversal q on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, we also have our MZ page that also repre- that also doubles for our other podcasts that we do. Exiled, which you can find at exiledpodcast.com. Devin, where can people find you online? Find me online at Fred O'Fett. that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G uh, Number 2 of uh, Heroes International The team book that I'm writing at Writing is coming out soon from Legacy Rising Publications and you can Find more out about what I'm doing At L U K E H E R Dot Yeah we will See you next week for a surprise What if Unless it turns out that we are all space phantoms All along Are you a space phantom, Devin? Uh, You you have to tell me if you're a space phantom. I'm a
1: space phantom.
0: God damn it. Until then... Space phantom's like the cops. Gotta help. Yep. Until then, this one's for Hank.